I got a headache when you when you mentioned blah, the mass finger again. Whatever. Hey, what do you mean whatever? It's Psh. still crap. Did you don't shush me? Psh. Don't shush me. That's not shushing. That's psh. like whatever noise. Well, don't whatever noise me. Welcome back to The Watchlist with Patty and Bill. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. And also, don't forget to engage with us on your social media at Symbol The Watchlist Pod. And catch up on all of your back episodes of The Watchlist with Patty and Bill by going to thewatchlistpod.com. Hello. Hello. I, I have to admit, I don't know where the week went. But I don't have much this week. I got a few but, things I could touch on. But I've got a, I got a big one. Ooh. It, it, it's it, just you wait. <laughs> just you wait. But um, yeah, there you go. All right. So okay. what did you watch this week? Uh, well, first of all. There's a series that's on Netflix called Love Alarm, and season two has just come out. So I was watching that. It's got season two has a total of six episodes. Season one has eight episodes. So it's not a huge commitment. It's about a a group of teenagers where there's a one of the kids creates this app for the phone that somehow can detect when someone who loves you is in a 10 meter radius of you. So the alarm will go off if there's someone who loves you nearby. And of course that causes all kinds of emotional drama among teenagers in high school and all that stuff. And season two is five, years after they're out of high school and all the stuff in the whole world now with the app being so big and nobody says I love you anymore they all are like well my phone didn't chime when you walked in the room so clearly you don't love me and that kind of thing yeah it's really kind of it's really kind of a fun show but it's a a bit like Hallmark channel romancy cheesy at times Okay. But I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was it was a fun watch. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So, uh, to kick us off tonight for me, and, and I have to caveat this, there are eight episodes in this series, but I only caught the first one, and, and truth be told, we were ready to hunker down and watch this, but Laura had a really long week, and it's finally her weekend. And so she crashed on the couch and I was losing it too, to be honest. But uh, there is a new Netflix series called The One. And it, it's based on a book. And it's what the show is about. What would happen if everyone could take chance out of meeting, you know, their perfect match and get paired romantically with their perfect match by using DNA? Mm-hmm. And there are eight episodes of this, and we watch the first one, and the premise is sound. 
you know, because for years we've been talking about DNA. Is it good to use? Is it bad to use? How do you use it? You know, and and what crosses that line? And there's a there's a line in the show that says, well, you're you know, look at the look at how many divorce, how the divorce rate has gone up. Because in the show, a lot of people who are married take this thing and realize they're not supposed to be with the person that they're married to. Mm. But but then the owner of the company says, but you're only seeing a spike. Once everybody gets matched with their perfect person, you're going to see historic lows in divorce. Mm. And it's a fairly good point. But then there's this whole murder mystery thing that pops up in the first episode. And, and I don't know where it's going, but it's intriguing enough to keep me watching. Okay. And it, and it, and it's a British show and, and it, it's actually, I think as we're recording this number eight in the country, hmm. you know, cause Netflix ranks the top 10 bingey things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and it's and it's got me it's got me a little hooked. I've watched worse. We've definitely talked about worse. <laughs> yeah. So so I will stick with it. And why not? I started not? that. I started watching that. It sounded very much like another series that I watched called Osmosis, which Osmosis is a French series about implanting a computer device to help you find your soulmate. And I thought the one, when I was reading the description, I thought the one was either a remake of Osmosis or Osmosis was a remake of one, the one. But as I was watching, I realized, no, these are totally different, but the same kind of premise of finding your soulmate, which now is a third show about finding the person you love through technological means. You got the love alarm and <laughs> the one oh and osmosis. Yeah. Oh my Apparently God. meeting someone is really hard. So we're writing all these shows about ways to take the heart out of it. Well, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. If I had to break <laughs> it down, the, but if I had to, to go along this route and sound like a, a grumpy old fucker, <laughs> you know, it's and it's those damn kids and their instant gratification. Oh. They just want to go there. Yeah, I guess. You know, and and I get it. You know what? Who doesn't want to know exactly what they're supposed to do in life and where they're supposed to be and what their destiny is? But life's yeah. journey is finding somebody, reaching out, actually having communication and and going places and having adventures and all that stuff. So, you know what? I don't want a scientific thing. And and in this show, you actually have to send in a, bit, a piece of your hair. Mm -hmm. And then that logs your DNA and then matches you up. But there are so many plot holes in that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That you have to forgive it because it's, it's you know, we talked about, you know, pulling on the thread, which, which undoes the tapestry of whatever you're watching. Well, Love Alarm, a, a phone app just happens to know who loves who how does this phone app know well they do the same thing with the covid app actually as long as but somebody else has the covid app well that that's if you've gotten tested and stuff all you've done is log into this app how does it know your emotional feelings 
Ah, the fuck do I know? Except that's the plot hole is what I'm talking about. Yeah, how does yeah, this yeah. app? How does your phone know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, this the the <laughs> threads are so dangling out there. There are many of them. Yeah. Because as as Laura and I were discussing this, all right, if there are seven billion people on the planet, you have to take out what roughly a billion children. I would say. I don't I don't know. I'm just pulling that number out of my ass. Take out children and then take out people whose who you know whose lives depend on things like food and water and and not, you know, going to an app. So you're only talking really about first world countries signing up for this service. So in other words, the point is the app is only or this this service is only so good because of this of the sample of people so if this the whole premise is you know you're going to find the one person no matter where they are in the world it only goes so far but if you can suspend your disbelief and kind of share the premise with some weird murder mystery thing which i'm still not sure about but we'll go there <laughs> You know, the one you could do worse. Yeah. Yeah, really. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. The next thing I have is a Korean drama, also on Netflix, called Possessed. And this is a show. It's a cop drama murder show about a wo- with a woman who can see ghosts and read people's minds. And she meets... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And she meets up with this hard-nosed police detective and they join forces to catch a serial killer that was executed 20 years ago but has been raised from the dead and he's possessing people and continuing his murder spree and toying with the police detectives and stuff. It's really, it's a really fun show. It really is. And what's this thing called again? It's called Possessed. It's possessing people, so it's called Possessed. And he only okay. really possesses three people. Technically. And this is a movie, you say? No, it's a series. You are not listening to a word I say. I'm Martin. sorry. I'm tired. I, no, I am listening. <laughs> the The one ear that's it's, not asleep is listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a Korean drama from 2019. It's a series on Netflix. And it's really a lot of fun. The detective and the and the shaman, they hook up together. They join forces to get rid of the the evil spirit that's going to unleash the hounds of hell if he gets his way. <laughs> <laughs> How many episodes is it? It's got sixteen episodes. Jiminy crickets! Mm-hmm. It was a long one. It was a long one, but I liked how long it was because it gave me something to to look forward to every day. How long is each episode? Um, they're at least an hour. Oh, wow. At least an hour. That's a lot. Wow. Yeah, it is a lot. It's a long. Okay. Way. Well, as long as it's fun. Sure. It is totally a fun show and I highly recommend it. I, it find it on Netflix. It's really, it was a really good show. The girl who plays the psychic is super cute. She is so cute. <laughs> She is. She's really cute. <laughs> All right. So All right. the next thing, before I get to the thing that I really want to talk about, because I was very excited 
because as <laughs> I was doing my research for today's show, Mm-hmm. I saw that Netflix dropped season three of an R-rated animated series called Paradise PD. Okay. And I am super excited about this because I discovered Paradise PD one night, just, you know, insomnia kicks in, you're scrolling through shit to watch. And it was, and it's animated. And I'm a sucker for things like, well, like the first few seasons of The Simpsons way back when, you know, 30 something years ago. And um, yeah, right. And, you know, the first few seasons of Family Guy were fucking hilarious to me. So I'm like, okay, I'll try this. And I loved it. And I loved it because it's R rated. But then it left and and it ended on a cliffhanger. And I was like, oh, and it's been a while. It's been over a year, I think, since, you know, the last episodes were dropped and I was and, and I had forgotten about it. So I was really excited that 12 new episodes have dropped on Netflix. Nice. Each one is about 26, 27 minutes long. Okay. If you're into R-rated, raunchy, animated comedy, great, because I know I am. And it's a perfect turn off your brain and enjoy this shit. But I I recommend Paradise PD. Cool. All right. Yeah. So before I go on to my final thing, the newest season of The Mass Singer, yeah, has begun. Uh, Wednesday nights. You can all get course. your fill of some fabulous Mass Singer. And our guy isn't hosting shit. I forgot about that. Um what Nick Cannon? Yeah, he's not hosting right now. He's got he's out right now, and oh, there's a new person hosting. Nisi no. Nash. That's who it is. Oh, Nisi Nash is perfect for that. Yeah, so Nisi Nash is the new host of the uh, Mass Singer. I am apparently Nick Cannon had to miss some of the few episodes of the first se- of this season the first few episodes because he tested positive for COVID-19. So Nisi's filling in for him as well. Her personality is a super duper fit for that show. She is kind of fun to watch. I I have to admit, I I didn't entirely miss Nick Cannon. Sorry, Nick didn't really miss you. Yeah. I don't miss him in the (laughs) turban (laughs) fucking turban. And as proof that I feel this whole thing is kind of rigged in who wins, the first person unmasked ended up being Kermit the Frog. <laughs> like the actual puppet comes out of the big costume. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. Let me let <laughs> yes, me understand yes, this absurdity. Yes. So they actually had a fictitious character put on an outfit to play a fictitious character singing. Yes. But he it sounds was, like this. Um, he was oh the snail. God. Pretty sure he was oh a snail. So this big snail outfit rolls in and then it's, they're trying to release, you know, take off the mask, which is like a hat over the back of the snail's shell. And then Nisi's like, oh, my God, there's something in there. I'm like, well, duh. 
that's the singer that you're unmasking. And then you see Kermit the Frog pop out. And I'm like, oh, my God, seriously. But that is jumping the shark. <laughs> I, I think it is, really. That I is jumping is. the shark. And oh. and I think it's because they expanded that brand way oh too God. much and way too soon. Oh, there's so many things. So many things now. Because yeah. you have the masked dancer, right? Yeah. I didn't even bother watching that because that's ridiculous shit. And then they have that weirdo guess the talent before they actually do the talent thing. Oh, that new thing that just came out? Yeah. 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 And then and you it, got the people fake singing and who's the real singer. Yeah. yeah. So that whole brand, I think, is is going the way of Planet Hollywood right now. Too much expansion, not enough quality. I think that brand might have come about based on uh, COVID-19 COVID happening and everything had to stop. And I get it. Yeah, content yeah. content yeah. ruled. I mean, the reason that Netflix and shit is blown up, Disney Plus, all that other sort of crap, because they just kept pumping out content during yeah, they managed you to know, get us some having stuff to stay to home. Pump out. Yeah. Yeah. But Kermit the fucking yeah, frog. Kermit the frog. Yeah. How dare they bastardize one of my favorite <laughs> characters as a child? I'm telling you, yeah, yeah. I loved the Muppet show. I loved all of the Muppets. What what song did Kermit sing oh you're asking me things i don't remember oh well it doesn't matter because they it jumped the really shark and he matter. got unmasked anyway yeah it doesn't matter what a gimmick right right that, that's that's that whole mickey rourke thing from last season oh god yeah 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 yeah, yeah. mickey rourke okay I'm yeah he unmasked himself before you he know, unmasked himself they even, they even said who was Voted to be unmasked. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, wow. Well, it might be worth it just to see the YouTube clip of that. Oh, totally. So I can yeah. make fun of it even more. Yeah. <laughs> but my god. All right. Mm -hmm. So the thing that I am so excited to talk about is a movie called The Vast of Night. Uh huh. I was so completely blown away by this movie. Oh, really? And I do not say that lightly. Because even though I will watch practically anything, it is rare that I not only would give it high praise, but watch it again. Oh. And again. And, and really classify it as a classic. So this movie debuted at the Slamdance Film Festival in January of 2019. Amazon Studios acquired the distribution rights to the film and released it in May of 2020. Okay. And it is a film so good. It's as if M. Night Shyamalan directed a film that's a cross between the original Blair Witch Project and Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Ooh. And it's only 90 minutes long. Oh, that's, wow, that's kind of short. And I picked it because, and I was like, oh, shit, I haven't really watched anything this week because my week got away from me. Mm -hmm. So let me pick something. 
and I'm so glad that I did. It's It starts out, you think you're watching a parody episode of The Twilight Zone, and it starts out like that. And as a matter of fact, one of the cool things about this movie is that it's filmed that way. Oh. Even when they go to, when you're popping out of the TV and you're going into, you know, the reality of the film, there's still like a grainy haze over the screen as if you're still watching TV. This science fiction movie is only 90 minutes, but it is some of the best 90 minutes of science fiction you will ever watch. It, and, and then I was so blown away by it. it this movie was made for only $700,000. Hmm. And it stars Sierra McCormick and Jake Horowitz. And the film is mostly talking. And you're they're piecing together this mystery. She works, she's a 16-year-old uh, switchboard operator in New Mexico in the 1950s. And he is a teenage disc jockey who also is is the techno geek. So he helps the high school basketball team set up their broadcast of the game and so forth and so on. And then he goes to his job at the radio station. Well, one night, the switchboard operator hears a really weird noise. And every time she asks somebody about the noise, they're disconnected off the phone. <gasps> what? I am not going to give away shit of this movie. You have to watch it. If you have Amazon Prime, go there now. And yes, there is a science fiction bend to it. And you feel like you are... The movie begins as sort of a parody of Twilight Zone. But... And it's even filmed that way a little bit, too. Like you're watching an old TV show because of the graininess and of the camera and so forth and so on, but it is incredible. I would watch this movie again and again. So I, I don't know how I missed it when it was originally released, but the beauty of anything and the beauty of any medium, whether it's art, books, movies, whatever, it's never too late to discover something great. That's true. And the, and the vast of night is one of those great, great small movies that you should discover. It's amazing. I think I'll watch that when we're done. Yeah, it's... <laughs> uh... Oh, and another thing, too. Uh, it is a movie that depends greatly on sound. Okay. So the better your sound system, the better your experience is going to be. You don't necessarily need it. But you're going to have to pay attention to dialogue, and there are sound effects in it that are needed. So make sure your sound bar, Patty. Oh, it's always it, on. Yeah, okay. All right. It's always go. on. I always have but it. But there on. you go. But that's cool. that's my, my new shtick for this well, week. I'm I love it. I'm excited to watch that. Yeah. My final movie is a new one that was just released on Apple+. Plus. Oh. It stars Tom Holland, and it is called Cherry. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is inspired by the best-selling novel of the same name. And the title character is Cherry, by Tom, and played by Tom Holland. I don't I feel like you don't really know that until the credits roll. 
that his name mm. was Cherry? I feel like I didn't know his name at all through the whole thing. And why is this called Cherry? He narrates this like this is some kind of film noir voiceover thing. Talking, to, you know, and all kind of sarcastic looking at the camera at times. Well, Cherry meets the love of his life and then makes a series of very bad decisions along the way. Joining the army, getting into drugs, robbing banks to get more drugs, going to prison. The whole thing is... Uh, the voiceover thing just really bothered me. Like, this is supposed to be some, I don't know, fancy independent film that's all thought-provoking and shit, and really it's just a druggy bank robber movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really i mean uh, yeah i i was incredibly unimpressed by this movie oh incredibly that's incredibly unimpressed i uh, yeah i that's skip that one if if you happen to have apple tv plus or apple plus whatever the fuck it's called right. don't watch this because there's so much better stuff everywhere else uh yeah yeah sorry tom this was really kind of horseshit really <laughs> well all righty <laughs> so all right so while i was searching for stuff today to watch mm -hmm. um i didn't realize this but paramount plus is is giving away a 30-day free trial isn't that the, the new CBS All Access? Yes. Okay. So I so without actually activating the uh the free trial, I accessed Paramount Plus's page through Amazon Prime. Okay. And I swear to God they have shit on that <laughs> channel. I, My I <laughs> It's just shit. It's old shit. You know, and I and I was thumbing through it and there there were only a couple of things that piqued my interest. Mm -hmm. Um there is a there is a series of Star Trek short films where they actually folk it's a live action sort of short film series that focuses on really minor characters set in the universe of Star Trek Discovery and all that other sort of stuff. Huh. So you're kind of, so it's kind of like the live action Star Trek Below Decks series. Okay. okay. That seemed interesting. Hmm. Um but other than that, Paramount Plus just blows. Well, the CBS All Access app on my TV. Uh, Dwight was paging through and suddenly I see Paramount Plus and I'm like when did I sign up for that? And then I was like, wait, that's the CBS All Access. I'm like, did you download this new app? And he's like, no, that's it just it updated itself, changed the, the icon and everything. Yeah. I still haven't gone in to see what's there because CBS All Access was shit. Yeah, it's lame. So how has naming it something new made it any better so you're saying there's no new anything in there from when it was cbs uh, so uh, now to be fair i did a cursory and when i say cursory i spent maybe five ten minutes scrolling through it 
Okay. I didn't do a really deep dive like we did with HBO Max or anything like that or mm-hmm. Disney Plus. But from what I saw, it was the same shit just repackaged and branded okay. under the under the distributor name. And do you remember in Chicago way back when there was something called the Viacom store? Oh, yeah, it yeah. Was- Remember it was on Michigan Avenue. I I love that store. And see, I love that store too. And had all the cool stuff in it. It had geeky shit in it. It had Star Trek stuff in it. It it just, it was cool, but it was called the Viacom store. Mm -hmm. And it closed because nobody fucking knew what Viacom was. (laughs) Like Viacom. (laughs) They only should have media called it people. only media. Only people media know people know what Viacom is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so it's like calling Disney, you know, or, or Warner Brothers, the Time Warner Company. Who gives a fuck? You know? Yeah. Or Universal, the Comcast store. company, you know, the Comcast yeah, right. store. Oh, I don't want to go to the Comcast store. But I used to love going into the Viacom store. Mm-hmm. And I feel as though Paramount Plus is the Viacom store of apps right now. Yeah. Because, yeah. because I don't think people pay attention to who distributes what. Well, but I mean, you got the Disney Plus and well, the Peacock shit now. I mean. But if looking on. I mean, and Paramount I what to me says movies. Yes. But but in looking at those movies, they had all the Star Treks, and then they had a few other you know Paramount big Paramount releases like the Godfathers are on there. Okay. Although I did not see the brand new Godfather three redo that just got released this year. Okay. You know, Francis Ford Coppola went in and and kind of redid and reshot a few things for for. The death of Michael Corleone. Okay. I didn't see that on there. I saw the theatrical release of Godfather Three, hmm. which is lame because why not? You, you you know, have something cool on your net on your on your app, and a thirty day free trial. Damn. Yeah. Well, you know. Right now, gotta, that's screen- got to get him somehow. Well, the way that Disney Plus got got us was with shit like The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they and and right actually next week, Falcon and Winter Soldier drops. They just got done with um, WandaVision, mm-hmm. so Disney Plus is cool. HBO Max next week is dropping the Snyder cut of Justice League, and their entire 2021 slate of of films are going day and date on HBO Max and uh, in movie theaters. That's how those apps are staying relevant in this content, you know, weary landscape. Well, not not content weary, but everybody's just like, oh, my God, there's so much content. Mm -hmm. So I I just don't see Paramount Plus doing it. I really don't. So any whoosie. Just just to say, if you're interested in trying, I would I would actually be more apt to try Discovery Plus. But then again, I'm kind of mad at HGTV right now anyway. <laughs> Why is Cause that? Because they, they took all my favorite shit off and threw it on the paid platform. Oh. 
I mean, okay. I know why they did it because it's paid, but still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but if you are of a mind and you are looking to try Paramount Plus, 30-day free trial. So there you go. All right. And that also dropped the other news that the Snyder Cut is coming out next week. I can't wait. Falcon and Winter Soldier is dropping. I can't wait. And in a couple of weeks, I'll be able to talk about that movie that I've already seen that I can't talk about yet. Oh. Tease. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. So do us a favor. Log on to thewatchlistpod.com. Click on that Contact Us button. Or engage us on your social media at symbol the watchlist pod. Let us know what you are watching. Let us know if you plan to explore Paramount Plus or you don't give a shit like Patty and I did after Picard ended. Um, after trolling through the first four episodes, finally getting to some good shit. Anyway. Um, but anyway, let us know what you're up to. Let us know what you're watching. And that's it. All right. Well, I hope everybody has a good week. Yeah. 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 Happy St. Patrick's Day. Oh, happy St. Patrick's Day to you as well. Yes. I I am 1% Irish, according to my latest ancestry. Like 99%. Are you really? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I am so Irish. It's So between us both, we make a, a complete Irish person. I, I think we do. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Okay. All right, everybody, take care. Still mask up. Go get your shots. And we will talk to you soon. Okay, okay bye. bye.